Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Donna Roach, co-author of the CIO Leadership Study presented at CHIME. In this segment, Roach talks about the importance of developing people skills and emotional intelligence, the scary dialogue CIOs need to have with their senior executives, and what she found to be much more valuable than the data collected in the study. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. Obviously, there are a lot of organizations that have had the CMIOs in place for a while, but there are still organizations that are just kind of getting to that point and getting those CMIOs and CNIOs in place. And I think that that really speaks to that that need to really have uh, IT and clinical to, to bridge that gap. Right, right. And here's what we also heard the executives say is that the CIO sometimes is the one that thinks outside of the box and they need to continue to do that, you know, kind of in a respectful way, not, you know, challenge the status quo, but really bring that perspective because that's that dialogue that takes place. That's what's really beneficial at that executive team and and getting other people to see that perspective. Um, A really good point Tim brought up is that when we look at other industries, we've seen that the ones that are going to be the most successful or that have led change the best are where we bridge that gap. Um, the CIO has really um, been kind of infiltrated throughout the executive ranks. And so it's beneficial to the organization to keep kind of having those that dialogue and really stretching maybe the the vision of the executive team a little bit more. Yeah. Now, when you talk about challenging the status quo, it's interesting because I I feel like that might be something where this is CIOs kind of being given that permission now to say, you know, we we want you to be that person, whereas maybe CIOs in the past felt that they had to kind of shy away from that. Does that make sense? Right, right. And I think, too, you know, sometimes, and you know this in any situation when you challenge something, you have to have really strong people skills and, and yeah. be able to kind of that emotional intelligence. Um, you know, in the past, I don't know if CIOs have always done that effectively. You know, we're great technology um, people, and, and really we need to build up kind of our emotional intelligence a little bit and know how to do that in a respectful way. And I think it starts with building relationships and really understanding, you know, how to reach across the table, um, understand what are the needs of, of other, you know, executives at the organization, you know, build those relationships and be able to contribute in a real effective way. And I think that was one of the key things that we saw is, you know, that gives, you know, Chime an opportunity to say, so how do we build that up? as a professional development. I mean, that's kind of a soft skill. Yeah. And, and, but we're hearing from our executives that that's something we need to, to really focus on. You've got some really key things like change management and senior management leadership, but how do we build up some of the real strong, you know, soft skills that other senior leaders have within our CIOs? Yeah. That makes me think of the, the one comment, I guess, I believe it was, it was a CEO who said that CIOs should have the skill set of a CEO, and uh, it's kind of along those same lines, really kind of changing um, the, the dynamics of the role. Right, right. 
a lot of times in the past, the CIO hasn't always been at the table. You know, there's kind of an inner core to the executive team, and what the executives are saying is, you know, we need to bring this more um, up front and, and be at that table and, and be a, a true partner with everybody else there. Yeah, and I'm sure part of that is really um, getting more involved in uh, professional development and trying right. to maybe, you know, fi- find ways to acquire those skills because it's, it's not right. an easy thing to do. Right, exactly. Again, it's going back to a little bit to those soft skills um, and, and working on those. It's kind of, you know, you have to have opportunities to practice them <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's something where um, you can really see the need and the demand in the organization. And, and as we, we work with CIOs and we're doing professional development, you know, it, it's not just you know, you've got the CIOs, but you also have the ones that are, de- you know, kind of the up-and-comers, the, yeah. the maybe the number twos that we need to develop as they enter um, into those ranks and, and are, are, you know, what what is their development path? Yeah, kind of a, along those lines, part of the, uh, the research involved um, CIOs having conversations right. with the uh, team leaders and, and opening up this dialogue. And I... I I'm sure that, that that produced some interesting uh, feedback from both. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was kind of interesting because I sat down, I actually met with three of my executives, and you do get a little nervous because basically you're asking them, you know, in, in some ways, you know, how am I doing? You're opening yourself up, I think, a little bit more to saying, you know, I'm really interested in more professional development. How do I become a better executive? So. It's really that um, being willing to be a little um, vulnerable and having that dialogue with them. And I think, you know, really the the interview process was just as valuable as the data that we collected because I think if every CIO could sit down, you know, basically show this data from other CIOs, and have an open dialogue around, do you agree? Do you disagree with what the CIOs are saying? You know, what is your perspective? Um, I found it extremely valuable. I got insight into what are people thinking. Um, and, and that's not feedback that you get on a regular basis. By asking these questions and, and being willing to listen to their feedback, you get a really good perspective of where is that executive team going and, and what are their expectations on my role as the CIO. And the willingness kind of to be able to do some introspection of, okay, you know, maybe I do shy away from um, you know, reaching across the table and working with the, the clinical side and, and what can I do to encourage that and, and how can I keep that dialogue going. That, to me was just as valuable as the data that we collected. And I, you know, I really think to encourage other CIOs, I mean, to be able to share this data, have that conversation, um, it's an easy enough dialogue, you know, it's an easy enough process to do, but the benefit, I think, the CIOs that actually went through the process of sitting down with their, their executive team we heard great feedback from those CIOs that did that interview process, and they learned a lot. And, you know, I learned a lot by conducting those interviews and, and being able to really, you know, do some self-reflection on, 
I have my own work that I have to do. Yeah. I, I would imagine some of the CIOs were surprised by not only what the CEO said, but maybe the things that came out of their mouth and, you know, just kind of uh, realizing uh, how they really do view certain things. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think in certain situations or certain, you know, settings, the CIO may not report to the CEO um, yeah. or they may not have access to them. And so having that dialogue or having that access really shows you, okay, so what is what potentially could be my de development path? So, you know, if you really are looking to develop as a CIO, maybe, you know, you've only been in the role for a couple of years, it gives you a great opportunity to say, okay, uh, now I start, I'm understanding a little bit more of the needs of the organization and, and what needs to be developed, um, you know, personally within me, but also maybe within that executive team. Yeah. yeah and I think what's, what's also beneficial about that is that um, it doesn't require a huge effort or even bringing in necessarily outside uh, consultants or anything like that. It's, no. it's a tool that can be used anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and every organization is different. So, you know, what a CIO in a, in a small 100-bed hospital, they may get totally different feedback than a CIO that's in a 400-bed hospital or a multi-hospital system. And so I think that kind of dialogue and that, that's more appropriate because, um, you, you know, one size isn't going to fit all. You, you, yeah. you can't make these far-reaching um, conclusions um, with the data, but by being able to utilize, you know, the the output of this, utilize the tool, um, uh, get the executive team to kind of do their own survey process and have that dialogue, that's really the value of this. And that's what we kind of said within Chime was, okay, we've got this, this is actually a great tool set to put in the toolbox really maybe utilize, uh, you know, educate people a little bit more, maybe in the Chime boot camp or um, hold some uh, sessions where, you know, let's, let's educate other CIOs on how to do this. You know, maybe you want to do this on a once a year. Um, maybe you want to do it with different executive uh, team members to get their feedback and get their perspectives. So, you know, it can take on its a life of its own in terms of how you want to utilize it. Yeah, like making it something beyond just uh, this one-time uh, right. event. Right. Okay. And now for you, from your involvement in this, uh, the, the survey, the, the project, do you think that it, it kind of changed a little bit of your own views on the, uh, on the role? Yeah. I think the perspective that I walked away with was, First off, one size doesn't fit all, so that you have to, you, you can't make too many far-reaching conclusions about things. But I looked at it as it was really, it really opened up a, a strong dialogue. And it's a dialogue that I wanted to keep going. Like you said, I don't want it to just be a one-time thing. I really want it to be a continual dialogue. And being able to have that on a regular basis and take that time um, is going to, you know, it's going to sit with me, and it's really about, you know, how, you know, how do I take that information and then professionally develop from that. So yeah, I I learned quite a bit from it. Coming into uh, via Christie here, I am learning quite a bit by applying this tool to my 
the, my new setting here and getting people's feedback. So that it's been really a valuable tool that has helped me quite a bit in understanding the needs of the organization. Right, and especially since with the enormous change we've seen in the last oh, yeah. couple years in the role, yeah. Yeah. that it's especially important, I would think, too, to keep this dialogue going as the expectations change. Right, right. Think about it. Even as new members of the executive team come in, it's a great opportunity to sit down with somebody who maybe is new to the executive team and say, okay, how do you see my role impacting you, and, and what could I be doing to better serve you in your role? And really, you know, I don't, I don't think we spend enough time doing that. I think we get so focused on the, the day-to-day and what we have to do that we forget about our service and, and the fact that we should be serving, you know, other people within the executive team to, you know, make the most of that executive team and make the most for the organization. Really interesting. All right. Um, well, this was really this was really helpful. I appreciate your time. I think that this yeah. this is a really interesting um, uh, initiative, and uh, I, I look forward to seeing how how it will uh, kind of continue to grow. Yeah, I, I am too. I mean, I I start on the chime board um, in January, so this has definitely given me a kind of a, a platform to bring to the board and and really look at. You know, how do we do these things for our membership? And, you know, how do we help develop CIOs uh, in the future? Because it is such a changing industry and um, there's such a need out there. And, you know, Chime is a great organization that can really provide this type of development and really assist the CIO. Right. And healthcare. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and congratulations. Uh, that that should be uh, an exciting position. Yeah, thank you. I'm I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, thank you so much, and look Thanks. forward to uh, hopefully catching up with you in a couple months. Oh, that'd be great. All right. Thanks, thank Kate. You so much. I I appreciate it. Thank you, Donna. All right. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from HealthSystemCIO.com. To hear other podcasts visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.